Oh, you know what time it is. Welcome to another episode of Too Young to Be This Old. I am Ben here with my host, Andy, who's going to tell you all about the awesome things that we do that isn't recording. So thank you for finding us. If you want to find all other things podcast related, you can find them on our website at podcast.tooyoungtobethisold.com, where you'll find all the different places to listen to us and all our social media links. And all this is in the show notes as well. So let's get today going. Indeed. And of course, if you've listened to us for any amount of time, you obviously know that we enjoy drinking or we wouldn't start our episode with such a joyous sound. So we're going to talk about drinks. And for a change, we're going to talk about drinks that aren't in a can. So talking about our favorite mixed drinks, cocktails and things that we we like to get when we're being fancy. We all know I am not a very fancy person. We all know Andy's a very bougie person. So we called in some reinforcements for today to help us talk about drinks on multiple levels. Uh, first guest I'd like to introduce is a good friend of mine that I have known now going on quite a long time. He has been a hero at the front line of the COVID crisis. He is an excellent cook, but mostly an amateur bartender. And that is a uh, guest, Matt. How are you guys? And I do want to thank you guys for having me along because uh, as Ben knows, I do like to dabble in the kitchen and it's not just food, it's definitely the drinks. And uh, he has been a victim of many of my concoctions over the, the last many a year. Willing participant is what I prefer to say. And the other guest, we had to bring in a professional, somebody that gets paid to make mixed drinks for people. And that is another friend of mine who works down at the lovely establishment of Jim and Nick's. And that is Andrew Hall. Hello, everyone. For reference for the rest of this episode, we will refer to it Andy as Andy and Andrew will be whole. So as not to confuse people in the future, I would say, Matt, that me and Hull are probably your two most reoccurring customers at your house. Uh, yeah. Sounds well, about right. Yeah. Well, you're easy to make I, drinks for. Yeah, I have a pretty easy palate to deal with. Uh, but speaking of drink on your required list, alcohol content. Pretty much. Thanks, guys. You are making none of the case work for me with saying that I am an alcoholic. So thanks for helping that case there. Uh, we'll start with you, Andy. What makes a drink good to you? For me, it's not just alcohol content like Ben, uh, but I like something with a good flavor profile. So whether it's, you know, something with a good fruity notes um, or if it's like a good bourbon with some smoke and some kind of different different pieces to it something that actually tastes good and that i'm not just tasting alcohol um is is kind of the tops for me and if that's what you are your criteria what are yours whole what makes a drink good to you i'm pretty i'm pretty easy to please with my drinks i like all the levels of drinks depending on my mood i love a good you know just hard bourbon maybe you know just one big block in it like someone else in here uh, you know, I like some sweet drinks. I like some sour drinks. Uh, you know, flavor is the most important part of me. I don't care about the look. I don't care about all the f- little garnishes and pizza and all that crap people want to put into it. It's all about flavor. Mr. Bennett. It's like we're going to be beating a, a dead horse here, but definitely a flavor profile. That's the most important thing um, when it comes to a drink for me, because, you know, it's more than just like, oh, man, it burns my throat and it's going to make me feel funny. It's, you know, I want different flavors to like hit different parts of my, you know, the aroma, the taste, and even the finish. Like I want that like from start to finish experience with my drinks, no matter what it is, whether it's a scotch or 
um, a cocktail. You guys think that it's all, oh, Ben just wants to get drunk. But listen, there is a formula, and I'm going to explain Ben's formula for a drink. It is taste times how many you have to have to get drunk divided by how bad the hangover is going to be. <laughs> you think I'm kidding. There's math. So for me, when I drink, I'm usually in a social situation. I drink to get drunk, as stated before. Example, tonight, I decided I wanted some shots. I wanted to make it a drink, so I mixed uh, some Hawaiian punch and vodka. We're just going with it. I'm making sure to keep I'm making sure to keep the amount of these I'm drinking down because I'm not trying to get drunk. But I know if I was, the sugar would give me a horrible hangover. So we're going to hold off at maybe one or two call it a night at that. So just keep that in mind whenever you guys see the math going on in my head when I start drinking. This is the formula that I am using. I hope Caitlin listens to this episode. Oh, this will be the one she listens to. She'll be like, no, I was curious about this episode. Yeah. So I know mom listens to these. So mom, (laughs) this is how your son plans all his drinking. Go ahead. Just be aware. Your your mom also watched that, uh, that one Twitch stream we did where you went through 10 PBR and about an hour. If I recall, let's not talk about that one. (laughs) That was a, that was a rough night. So we've talked about our favorite flavors, what we're looking for in a drink. Uh, we'll start with you, professional bartender. I will refer to you as that from now on, since you are the only person I know that makes drinks and gets paid for that. Well, what are some of the drinks that you like to have? And elaborate for the audience, so if they hear something that sounds good, they may be able to make it on their own. So when I'm when I'm bartending, you know, when it's really busy, one of the most important things is how quickly you can be pumping these out. There are a lot of really good drinks you can make that are just so overly complicated. They're going to take such a long time to make. That's not what you want when you're behind the bar. That's kind of how it is at my house. I'd rather have drinks that I can make be nice and great, but easy. So, you know, uh, a nice go-to is take some, you know, whiskey of any kind really doesn't matter. Uh, Some sour mix, almost like a whiskey sour. And then you can get some pomegranate liqueur and mix that in. It's pomegranate whiskey sour. Super great. Super delicious. And, uh, you know, everyone thinks you're a super awesome, great bartender, and you just lie and say that it has more than three ingredients in it. You know, something like that. That's just... Cosmos. You know, things that are... They look nice and pretty, uh, and they look complicated, but they aren't. So So that's what you would use when you're behind the bar to try to maximize the money you're making. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. If you're drinking, what are you looking for in a drink? Now, what I'm drinking, I'll, I'll go a little more out. Like my favorite drink to make at the house, a good old fashioned and old fashioned. Everyone's going to have a different way that they make them. Uh, there's no technically wrong way, but if you make it uh, with too much sugar, you're wrong. You're just wrong and you're bad. You know, just take a, an orange slice, some uh, sugar, brown sugar, preferably. Um, get some bitters, some orange bitters, some Angostura bitters, something like that. Muddle all that together. And uh, just ice and bourbon of your choice. Nothing too cheap, though. And uh, just absolutely delicious. Old-fashioned all the way. What's your bourbon of choice? Now, if I'm doing an old-fashioned... Uh, you don't want to go too high because you're going to be wasting really good bourbon if you're 
uh, going super high shelf. So like middle range is pretty good. So like bullet is a good cheap one that everyone knows. Buffalo trace, uh, you know, maybe some bell mead. Those all sound like brands that I've never drank before. So you have, I fed them to you. Oh, well, (laughs) and those are good brands. I mean, personally, I, I'm a fan of four roses as far as bourbons go. Not too expensive, not too cheap. Pretty solid. Okay. Now, if and you want a good drinks at your house that you can make a bunch, just make your own sour mix and you can make a lot of different things. Sour mix is uh, like the backbone of just so many different drinks. Get some uh, just lemon juice, some lime juice, some orange juice, and some simple syrup. And you can very easily make a delicious sour mix. And you can make appletinis with it. You can make margaritas with it. You can make whiskey sours with it. And it's going to be so much better than that store-bought crap that you get that's in a big, giant plastic bottle, Ben. Uh, well, okay. That was a direct shot at me. I'll, I'll go ahead and take that arrow. Yeah, that was fucking targeted. Yeah, I feel attacked. But I kind of knew walking into this one that it was going to happen. So there's going to be a little bit of shots thrown at you, Ben, for your choices. So as long as you came prepared. Yeah, that's why I had the drink. Uh, Matt, what's one of your favorite drinks? Uh, what's first? We'll start. We'll kind of do the way Andrew phrased it uh, when or Hole phrased it when he talked about his. He gave drinks that he likes to make for other people, and then he lists what he likes to drink himself. So why don't you do the same for us, you as your amateur bartender at most parties? What's a drink that you like to make at a party that you know will make everybody happy? And then what's your personal drink that you like to drink at home? So um, as far as a drink that I think is a crowd pleaser is I'm going to go with the Tom Collins because it was really the first cocktail I tried to make before I really knew anything about making cocktails. And it over the years has like shown the progression of how I learned to make drinks. Like Ben, you remember those first Tom Collins is that, you know, I was using fucking Sprite and gin and lemon juice. And like, this is a drink. It got the I job mean, done. Exactly. You can say, you can say that, Oh, mm-hmm. that's not the way you make one, but they were delicious to me. So I had no complaint. Yeah. But like, as I've learned, what actually goes into a Tom Collins, not just like what hodgepodge ingredients I had at the time. Cause you know, I didn't have salts or water. I didn't have simple syrup. I, so like I had some lime, so I would just in lemons and I would just like make use Sprite as a substitute for all those ingredients. And now like, um, the last time you came over and I made another Tom Collins where I actually like had my proper portions of gin with the soda water the simple syrup, the lemon juice, and you tried it, like how much of a improvement was that drink compared to that first one those years ago? Do you want me to structure you here? You want me to tell you the truth? You didn't like it? I'm too drunk to taste that chicken. Damn. You got to think uh, that second time you made me those was after a Gladiators game with $5 PBR. All right, yeah, I got a point. Got a point. So, but, but that's something you like to make at parties. Yeah, because like, it's, a ni- it's a it's a nice, you know, crisp crisp drink. It's um, easy to make, and not everyone likes gin. So, uh, there are other drinks I can make, which I'm going to go into the one that I made for your birthday in a little bit. But um, okay. there are other drinks, but I like that one because I personally like gin, and I think. 
if it's prepared properly. Other people enjoy it too. And sticking to the gin note, one thing that I like to drink at home is a gin and tonic. And um, lately, I've actually been making my own um, tonic water by combining soda with a tonic syrup. So, and it looks a little ugly, like it's kind of brown and weird looking, but it's got a lot of earthier notes to the to the gin and tonic that you don't get in those like crisp, you know, clear as glass bottles of tonic water you buy at the grocery store, and it. It's an easy drink to sip on. It's got a good flavor profile, and it's I can just like sip on those for like hours at a time and just maintain a nice, good little buzz. So that's probably what's like, your what gin of choice. Um, I like Ford's. It's twenty bucks a bottle. It's a London Dry Gin, and it, like I said, it tastes fine. You're not paying, you know, thirty or forty like you would for a Hendrix or uh, Empress nineteen oh eight which is that, you know, the purple gin that everyone likes for the color of the actual liquor, even though it tastes just the same as others. It's, oh, it's purple, it's pretty. Ford's is 20 bucks. It's a solid gin. It's not going to break the bank, and probably my uh, go-to for most of my gin-based cocktails. Okay. Since I know nothing about gins, does that check out with you two, since you guys know a little bit more about fancy liquor? Yeah, I definitely... I definitely agree. I'm not the biggest gin fan. 90% of the time, if I'm drinking gin, I'm drinking it with Matt. So uh, I'm definitely <laughs> going to defer to his expertise on this. Yeah, oh, right. Yeah, well, I agree he, with that. He said some words in there that I didn't understand. Can you explain to me what sip means? Is that like what you give a child, like a sippy cup that you sit there and sip for hours on end with your gin and tonic? Yeah, yeah. You know, that's where you uh, <laughs> you don't pop a hole in the side of a can and chug it as fast as possible. <laughs> While watching NASCAR. It's not what Proctor did the one time. I was like, hey, I had this really good 16-year-old scotch. Would you like to try it? And I pour him a glass and I said, do you want ice or a splash of water? He goes, no, I'll take it neat. I'm like, okay, cool. I like my scotch neat as well. And literally the entire glass that I gave him vanished in like 0.3 seconds and I was horrified and I'm sure a uh, whole you can agree yeah that, that's shameful uh, that's shameful when you see a good whiskey go away that quick that's just it's a crime I love how both of you also anytime I've been to your house when you get out the whiskey and everybody was wanting to be fancy you immediately look at me and go you don't shoot this Ben and I'm like then don't give it to me because I can appreciate and respect what good whiskey or good scotch means but I want to throw it down the hatch and call it a day. Yeah, pretty much all the bourbon I have at my house, you can't have. Yeah. <laughs> I tried to make Ben sip some like Irish whiskey once, and he wasn't having it. Yeah, I took two sips. Yep, yep. And then he said, call it a day. I don't see why this is so expensive. And shot the rest. It's delicious. <laughs> Again, it didn't quite fit my ratio, my math, so... Just saying. Um, all right. Uh, guest or by the co-host here. Why don't you go ahead and talk about your favorite drink since it's just going to be shit on Ben's drinks all night. It is. But, um, again, so, aware. Go ahead. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so my, I don't, I don't end up making drinks for too many people, uh, besides Ben. And that's, uh, here's a PBR. So, um, I like, 
just a simple bourbon with uh with one big uh one big rock which i have tonight i actually ben will enjoy making fun of me for this i got one of those molds where you can make like the perfect sphere ice block so i keep two of those in the freezer at all times that's beautiful everyone should have one of those i have one and it's a death star oh nice mine's just the just the classic just the classic ball See, um, I'm still trying to experiment how to like get that clear as glass oil ice. Oh, the the clear one's real hard to do. Apparently, oil the water first. Yeah, I tried it. It still comes out cloudy. But if I could get like an like a solid like crystal clear ball of ice, that would be like bomb as fuck. I had these. I, I had these. I have these awesome trays that make perfect cubes every time. It's beautiful. Nice. See, Matt cares too much because I don't care how cloudy my ice is. No, I'm just going to put it in my drink. The, yeah, I don't care about the cloudiness level, but if you want to see some real pretty like ice ball with your bourbon is go get like a glass of bourbon at Little Alley in Roswell, which is a real nice steakhouse. And it's like perfect. You can basically look through it ball of ice. So nice. But I do like that. And then if we're talking about any mixed drinks, I don't have too many of those these days but every once in a while order a dark and stormy which is just uh dark dark rum some bitters and ginger beer um that's all it really is or every once in a while also especially at top golf for some reason i will get a moscow mule and that is also ginger beer vodka lime juice it's a solid drink it is it ginger is, beer is like just a really actually, easy mixer yeah, that was all like common theme between both of those ginger beers. So I also like if I'm having a mixed drinks, I usually want it with some kind of carbonation in there, just just because that's that's what I'm about. But lately, it's mainly just drinking drinking bourbon straight, you know, on the rocks. If you if you really want to up the booze content on a Moscow Mule, if you get like uh, I think it's I forgot the brand, but uh, I think Crabby's. Yeah, Crabby's alcoholic ginger yeah, beer. Yeah, it's alcoholic ginger beer, and use that mm. for your Moscow Mule. I so have done that. I have is, done that, and that is so good. It is, and it's a better ginger flavor too. I think it is. So I okay. actually have a comment on this because this is one of my favorite drinks here lately. Is a Moscow Mule. Yeah, that's true. I had one at Connie House that they call the Japanese Cowboy. <laughs> had that for my birthday. And two of those at a restaurant. And I was like, I don't need to drive a vehicle home now. <laughs> yeah, no, if you have so, two of those about anywhere, you, you probably shouldn't drive. Well, we all know that I don't drive if alcohol is going to be involved. We, Remember, we everyone, drink responsibly. Yes, drink responsibly. And I always drink responsibly. I make sure I have a ride home before I start drinking because I know drinking for me is like an on-off switch. It's either I'm not drinking. Unless your ride gets drunk first and then all of a sudden it's, oh shit, what is happening? And then Ben's driving my focus home. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like this has happened to you on multiple occasions, Ben. You're like, I'm ready to go. Let's get drunk. And you know whose fault it was each time? It was Hull's fault each time. I don't know what you're it talking was. about. <laughs> I never realized that connection till just now. But for future <laughs> reference, anybody listening, if I become the DD, a situation has gone so far sideways. Everything went wrong that day, though, Ben. That was that was the everything is wrong day. That was yeah. the everything is yeah, wrong yeah. day. See, I always bring my wife, and she always drives, because that's why I got married. <laughs> 
and, and love, I guess. I love, yeah, I love your wife too because she has a big vehicle and usually drives me and my wife. So it works for everyone involved. Yep. I'm just looking that uh, my girlfriend doesn't drink because we all know what happens. She smells she beer ha- and she gets drunk. Seriously, I it's <laughs> it's insane. All that at the last Super Bowl party. Yep, she has like half of a a light beer, like a less than four percent alcohol beer. She turns like as red as a stop sign, and she is drunk. I'm jealous personally. I wish I could get that drunk on that little alcohol, but now I'm like over here. I'm like my eighth beer. I'm like, yep, I could drive. I have problems. Kids, we don't contend driving after eight beers, but. You're dealing with professional alcoholics here. See, I, I used to think I'd be all right with being able to, like, oh, I'd love to not be able to have to drink a lot to get drunk, but I like drinking just to drink now. So I think I'd be really sad if after one bourbon I was hammered. Oh, uh, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I, I, I can. I see that point. Yeah, I mean, it makes it makes a lot of sense there. I can get behind that one. Um, so a drink that I like to make. Um, and this falls under several categories for me, but it hits all the high points. It was actually a concoction that uh, a buddy of ours came up with one night, and we've had to give it a more PG name so that we can talk about it, but I call it the trailer trash, and it is insert light beer here. Personal preference for these are coolers. For some reason, they just seem to make the best. I thought it was PBR good... for that. Oh, that's what I make them with now. But okay. Coors Light still has the better finish for them. Got you, got you. Which is water taste. But the Coors Light, you drink a drink enough of it out of it that you can pour a shot into it. And at the time, we were young and dumb and thought Fireball was cool because that's what we were using. But I've grown up a little bit, and I use Jack Fire, which is like the adult Fireball. It's yeah, sure. That has- Tennessee Fire. Yes. It will. So the thing is, is it's whiskey that tastes like cinnamon, not cinnamon cinnamon syrup that gets you drunk like Fireball is. I, I would argue that there's a very fireball. small difference between the two. Miles difference. I'll, yeah, I will tell you the differences the next morning. I have never had Fireball where I did not wake up with a, a splitting <laughs> headache. I've drank whole bottles of Jack Fire and woke up and went and got breakfast the next morning with no issue. Yep. So that's a drink that I personally like. And uh, uh, when I'm when I'm drinking with people and making drinks for people, I'm making you whatever I'm drinking. So if you're not ready to go hard, then you might as well just go home. And sometimes you might as well go home. Yeah, as I said, sometimes I'm just going to you might want to go home anyway, because I'm going to pass out in about an hour and a half. I think everybody's seen that happen to me before. Oh, yeah. When we played Wizard Staff. Oh, God. That was not a fun night. That was a great night. That's the one drinking game my wife has banned me from ever playing ever again. Because, like, your entire kitchen was sticky with beer? Uh, No, because she had to undo all of the Wizard Staffs with all the tape because I slept till 3 (laughs) p.m. Well, Ben got sent to bed early. Ben did not get sent to bed. Ben chose to go to bed. No, you, I don't know. Yeah. You got sent home because you, you were mad because someone stole one of your cans off of your staff. No, that's not why that happened. 
That happened because Walter hit me in the nuts. I fell down on my ass, and that was like the moment I realized I needed to go to bed. And I was like, mm, I, have, I have fallen down. It is time to go to bed now. So your wife telling you to go to bed for the 30 minutes prior to that had nothing to do with you going to bed. It was all about falling I, on your ass. I don't recall. Entirely Ben's decision. <laughs> no, he's I, right. I, I, believe, I believe Ben. It was his decision. <laughs> if there's one way to get me to do something you don't want me to do, it's tell me, don't do that. Because then it's almost a guarantee I'm going to do that. I just remember being pissed because my... Uh, I was doing those skinny cans of uh, Corona, so that way, like, <clears throat> two of my cans equal three of Ben's cans. And you still lost. I know. I can't believe it. I just can't drink beer that much because I get so bloated after a while. I'm like, yep, I'm going to pop. God, yeah, the mm. last time I drank an enormous amount of beer was when Ben and I had to finish up that cooler that I had sitting in my fridge from like two different combinations of parties it was like ben's bachelor party and something else and that was a bad time that was too much beer there are moments at ben's bachelor party that i don't remember and i think it's probably a good thing yeah oh that was a good night though what was the card game that we played the one that was just really really brutal are you talking about pyramid Oh yeah, it had to yeah, be pyramid. pyramid. That's what it was. Oh god. Oh god. I've never pyramid. dreaded a game so badly. I think it suggested it. I suggested it at your birthday, and everybody was like, "Yeah, yeah." And Andy's like, "Absolutely not. No, that is not happening in this house. <laughs> not in my house." Oh. Oh god. Oh man. Uh, going back to hole. Well, actually, Ben, you only got through one of your drinks. Oh, that's the only one. (laughs) Yeah, you only got through Trailer Trash. Oh, well, I was just going to spread it out. But yeah, Yeah, now you said that, I realized pretty much everybody's given two already. Yeah. My other one's a legit drink. It's a Boilermaker. But all a Boilermaker is is beer with a shot of whiskey dropped in it. (laughs) Which is very similar to your last drink. Yeah, there's a theme right. here. And uh, Man, there's a theme. Drink here that's going to continue that theme. Oh, yeah. Damn. <laughs> you I, didn't even realize. I didn't even realize how bad all my drinks are. Oh, God. You have to go forward with it. Just own it. You got to own it. All right, this is you. Don't be ashamed of you. Another drink I enjoy is a, a drink that I have come to call a spiked Corona. It can be with any Mexican lager. So Corona, Modelo, Landshark. You take a good swig out of it. You drop a shot of tequila, drop a quarter of a lime <laughs> in that bottle, maybe a little salt around the rim if you're feeling frisky. And you drink those bad boys. And I realize, Matt, there is video of me drinking six of these in an hour on your cooking channel. There's a lot of videos of Ben drinking a lot of alcohol. We've really got to get the cooking with mango like started again because guys, I might have to start going to meetings. I need you, Matt, to do a cooking with mango show and do a sous vide steak because I need to try a sous vide steak so I can, uh, you know, talk my wife into letting me buy one. Dude, just go take her to Little Alley and go get sous vide steaks and that'll convince her. Or but Matt will be free, so. Or yeah, yeah, Matt will be cheaper, here. and I can get hammered drunk. That's true. 
Yeah, I can. I throw you know some rosemary, some thyme, garlic right. in that sous vide bag. Bam. Great. Well, I need you to stop, Matt, because I can only <laughs> be so erect <laughs> and so hungry with the amount of food you have right now. Yeah, uh, <laughs> dude. Man, I have three drinks that are basically just take light beer mixed liquor. <laughs> I am quick and easy I, to make drinks I, for. Damn. Realize until we called you out on it that every single one of your drinks is the same thing. Take a beer, put some booze in it. <laughs> <laughs> you get some alcohol, you put more alcohol. I have, yeah, I have specific <laughs> combinations. I guess I'm trying to justify it. I don't. I feel like they were all born of shit. I got this Coors Light, and oh look, there's a bottle of Fireball here. I'm <laughs> not sure how incorrect that is. <laughs> I really can't say anything because I mean, I think it was last week I messaged you about this, Ben. But uh, oh, I, I couldn't go to sleep, and with when COVID happened and all the shops were out of everything. I'm like, I don't, I'm out of hand sanitizer. All right, I'll buy some Everclear at the liquor store. And I made my own hand sanitizer. I had this big-ass bottle of Everclear left over. And uh, right. I couldn't go to sleep. I'm like, I'll make like a, a, a drink or something. I was out of other liquors. So I just made a screwdriver with Everclear. And, oh, um, no. 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 There's a no. lot of not remembering after that. Oh, my God. Everclear is just, it's the devil. It is the only drink that has ever made me vomit. Ever. Yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah, alright. Right, Ben. I will say this, that's a low that I wouldn't stoop, stoop to. Well, uh, it makes you feel any better, Matt. Uh, one time, I had the pre-made like, Appletini mix that you just added alcohol and it gave you an Appletini. And I used Ever- Everclear. Oh, yeah. And I made Everclear Apple Teenies. Ooh. How did you feel that next day? Well, that is the fastest I've ever went from meeting a girl to puking in her driveway. So. (laughs) (laughs) That was, uh, that was an experience. She, uh, my buddy was trying to get with her and, uh, yeah, it didn't happen for some reason. I don't think you helped that matter at all. Especially when she told me that, hey, you should probably stop drinking that. And I flipped her off and drank more. And then like 10 <laughs> minutes later, went and puked. If that isn't the most whole thing I've ever heard. Oh, that's amazing. That was my oh, young my years. All right. Oh, that's the attitude that makes me and you friends, though, because that's both of us in a party situation. Yeah. Don't tell me what to do. Yeah. Let me make these mistakes. Exactly. Even if they hurt me later, I'm going to do them to prove you wrong in that moment. Sean has a great story. I want him to tell it one day on this podcast. About yeah, that. it'll happen. <laughs> yeah. Might as well just get you to tell it since you were there. Is it when you puked on my door? Yeah, or it was that night. the apple juice. It, that was the same night. That is night it bad that I know you've already told this story on the podcast? Uh, yeah, it is. Never mind. <laughs> I'm with life. You got any other drinks you want to talk about, Hole? You know, oh, you know, a good Manhattan. That's uh, that's another good drink that a lot of people just don't know how to make right. And uh, you know, it's another one of those ones that's just so easy and so delicious. Just take some take some bourbon or rye, depending on your preference. Get a, a couple drops of bitters and uh, a little vermouth, 
And that's it. Two to one. Two ounces of uh, whiskey, one ounce of vermouth, a couple drops of uh, bitters. Done. Maybe add a cherry in. Fancy. Classy. Okay. That sounds delicious. I'll have to get you to make me one of those sometime. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'll make it for you. And I think you'll drink it. About whether you'll like it or not, we'll see. I will uh, have apple teeny stuff at my house before the uh, this week is over, so that might be something you like more. Right. Well, I'm just saying the the previous science and math that I do does that meet all the points? Oh God, no! It is almost pure alcohol. Okay. You know what I still have, Ben, for you when you can come over here. What's I that? Still have. You remember that time you were the over and I'm like here. Look at all these uh, fancy whiskeys I have, if you want to try any of them, uh, or fancy bourbons. And then you're like, what's this peanut butter thing? Oh, there's screwball. Screwball peanut butter whiskey in this house for you. Oh, man. Because you liked it more than anybody else. Yeah, I don't, that sounds like one of those things I would try just to be like, yeah, I'll, I'll give it a shot, and then immediately hate. It tasted exactly like you imagine it would. Peanut butter whiskey. It was good. I really liked it. <laughs> I, I can do it. I don't like peanut butter, so I like now. Well, yeah, if you don't like peanut butter, you definitely won't like this. But I just assumed you were allergic to peanut butter. <laughs> no, that's milk. Yeah, I'm just a bad American. That's all. I've accepted He's this. He's allergic to milk. Story time. I would always make Matt a bowl of cereal when he used to hang out with me when he was younger, and then he would inform me he did not eat it. That way I could get two bowls of cereal. Without having to make two bowls of cereal. <laughs> without having to look bad about making two bowls of cereal. There no, it's go. just a mistake. And you're like, what am I going to do? Waste oh, oops, cereal? I guess I'll have to eat it. Yep. <laughs> yep. There we go. Oh, boy. Oh, Matt, you kind of talked about it. You got to tell them about the drink you made for my... That was my birthday this year. It was. Mm. Yeah, there's a couple drinks I want to talk about. But uh, definitely we'll do the... We'll go with the bullfrog first. You found this on a freaking out Facebook video from the tipsy bartender. So, and it hit all the criteria of Ben alcohol yep. and sugar. It had those two yep. things. Yep. And essentially, and it's, it's piss easy to make. Uh, you just have to like have some good timing. So you literally just take a two liter bottle of Mountain Dew. You pour I out do want to state. I do want to state. You have to get Mountain Dew. You cannot get Mountain Lightning or whatever Walmart is calling their Mountain Dew knockoff. <laughs> it has to be name brand Mountain Dew. I mean, if I'm gonna buy soda, I'm gonna buy the real soda. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, excuse me for Dew. being poor. <laughs> God damn it, Ben. <laughs> okay, I'm we just saying. It. Dr. Sam got me through some rough times, okay? <laughs> I mean, I really can't say much. My first two years in college consisted of getting a fucking jumbo Mountain Dew and two gas station taquitos at racetrack for like $3, and I ate that for two years straight. How are you not dead? On the inside, he is. Okay. I mean, I've been dead on the inside for a while now. But anyway, back to the drink. We're not going to talk about that. So, two liter bottle of Mountain Dew. You pour out 250 mLs of the Mountain Dew. Uh, can you please use Freedom per hour? 
but we're already starting with a two liter bottle of Mountain Dew. So we're I'm already sorry, that's an accepted measurement, but I don't know what them MLs you're talking about are. <laughs> All right. So we're pouring out a third of a bottle of vodka. Of the okay. worth of the Mountain Dew. Okay. Like, what a cup? I don't know how much that is in cups. I did it all in metric because <laughs> vodka bottles are 750 mLs and Mountain That's Dew bottles bit. are two liters. So you pour out, I guess, a quarter of the soda. You replace all of that with vodka and then you add two packets of blue raspberry lemonade kool-aid packets to it you have to be careful with the kool-aid packets because they'll make that soda foam so you pretty much like get a funnel dump it in and be prepared to immediately cap it to keep the carbonation in give it a shake let it settle it literally tastes like baja blast from taco bell that will get you drunk because that has a third of a liter a third of a bottle of vodka in that drink just from like the mix of how you do it all and you can't taste the vodka. <clears throat> you really can't. I think all the, of you tried it. All of you were there. The sugar killed any vodka taste whatsoever. That is some dangerous, dangerous alcohol. Especially for Ben. Yeah. But that's okay, because there's always a morning after cure. Correct, Ben? I do have a favorite morning after cure. It's become, me and Matt have affectionately called them Rally Marys now. We are a big fan of the breakfast Bloody Mary. But since you can be more eloquent about how drinks are made, Matt, I'll let you talk. In all honesty, <clears throat> Bloody Marys are one of those things like it's it's not a very complicated drink. It's literally tomato juice, a little bit of lemon juice, spices, vodka. That's it. In all honesty, like, at the core of the drink, um, I'm lazy. I use a, a premix. I usually use like um shit, what brand do I buy? I forgot off the top of my head. Zing-zang, I've always but... been a fan of that. Zing Zang. <clears throat> Zing Zang, that's the one I use. But I hate when you go to restaurants that have Bloody Marys and like you get your drink and like, celery, I'm cool with. You know what? Fine. Celery and Bloody Mary. It's kind of nice. You get a little little crunch. But when you get a Bloody Mary and there's a fucking hamburger on top of it. And a garden salad. <laughs> I'm like, what the shit is this? This is not a Bloody Mary. Me, this me is fucking brunch on top of tomato juice and vodka. <laughs> Can't do it. Yeah, here's a $35 Bloody Mary. <laughs> There's like fucking $30 worth of food on top of the Bloody Mary. Bloody Mary doesn't even taste like that good. Like <laughs> I'll just never forget. Um, me and Matt went to Grub Burger. Um, near where we live. And we go in there and it's what, 11? 11, 11.30? Something like so that. You're in, the, you're in the in-between time and I'm like, man, I want a burger, but I have a killer hangover. And Matt's just like, well, you're not doing anything today. Let's just go ahead and get more drinks. So I was like, oh, Bloody Mary, I've always seen people wake up to these. And, and that hamburger and that Bloody Mary out for the rest of the day. I was straight good to go the rest of the day. <laughs> it's a, it's a- a little bit of the hair of the dog that bit you in that burger. It's like, no, if you're drunk, you can't be drink. hungover. Exactly. You just postpone it to the next day, but as long as you're not like drinking throughout that day as well, and you start drinking some water, you feel better. 
because that booze is going to make you forget that you're hungover. I'm pretty sure at this point my liver just expects it to be coated with alcohol at least once a week. So we just keep things going. Oh, you got any more that you like to make, uh, Andy? I don't know. I was trying to think. Um, uh, like yearly, I'll have a mint julep uh, for the Kentucky Derby. So we always have like a, a bunch of people kind of that we know throw a party for the Kentucky Derby every year. So we'll do mint juleps, and I've learned to make those over the years, and that's pretty pretty enjoyable. But really, my go-to is just bourbon. So just trying different different variations of bourbon, like Matt mentioned. Four Roses, which is what I'm drinking tonight. Um, yeah. <clears throat> so love me some Four Roses. Love me some 1792. Their single barrel is really good. Um, Mitchters, if you want to spend a little bit more, also really good if you get the single barrel as well. Um my uh my budget or Ben priced bourbon would be uh Wild Turkey 101. Um underrated for how cheap it is and how good it actually is most of the time. So those are my kinda kinda staples that I usually always have around. There you go, there you go. Any other ones that you guys can think of that you like? Uh so I actually have a bottle of Blanton's at the house right now that Oh I boy! To, yeah, I managed to sh- uh, shark that for like how'd sixty you, bucks. How did you get one of those? So I say I sharked it. My dad found it in Florida, and when I went and visited him, he just gave it to me because you just can't find it around here. Like, yeah, anywhere. Ben doesn't know Blanton's is like the you know the holy grail for most and people with bourbons. I actually got super disappointed since we're on liquor. Uh, you know, there's a liquor store around here, and we won't name names because you know, <sighs> you know, laws and stuff. But this used to be my go-to liquor store to get good bourbon. They had great bourbons, great prices. I loved right. it. Uh, you know, it was really close to the outlet mall. That's all I'll say. It's mm-hmm. what's behind the outlet mall. Yeah, and I, I went I went there to go <laughs> grab some bourbon for my dad before I was going to go to Florida and see him. And uh, they had a bottle of Blanton's on sale. I look at it. It's priced at $100, which is already overpriced. Way and they have a little much. sign posted next to it that says, to purchase this item, you must also purchase $40 of other non-craft bourbons, is what they called it. Get fucked. Non-craft. Which craft bourbon is just bullshit they made up in the first place. Yeah, yeah, craft bourbon doesn't exist. They said Um, that, uh... Oh, God, Bullet was a craft bourbon. I'm not even that much of a fan of bullet overall. I mean, but, but it's, it's like the most common freaking bourbon. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like I got into it with the guy at the counter. Cause he's almost not going to sell it to me because he's, you have more than, uh, more than X amount of craft bourbons. I don't know if we're going to be able to. And I was like, all right, just so you know, craft bourbon's bullshit. You made that up yeah. Two. Yeah. There are more barrels of this bourbon than there are people in the state of Kentucky. So even if craft bourbon was a thing, this isn't craft bourbon. Three, if you want, you can put all this back, and I will go down the street, and I'll go to like, you know, I'll go to like Jack's, and uh, I'll probably right. get all this for like thirty bucks cheaper. Yeah, yeah. And then he sold it to me because I had like three hundred dollar wow. bills in my hand waiting to pay. Wow. Yeah, I've not been a big fan of that liquor store for a long time. 
They used <laughs> really to be good. Uh, Don't know what happened. Do what? They used yeah, to be great. Was, um, it was when they reopened. I feel See, like I'm, that was like the changing point. Yeah, probably had new ownership or something. See, I'm lucky. I just live right next to Jack's, which yeah, that's you the know, place to go. They Dude, have a great right selection, and also that's where Ben discovered PBR Extra. Yes, sir. Yes, I think Ben sir. called me the day he discovered PBR Extra. He was <laughs> we were in there, and he saw that, and he's like, "Oh my god, it's seven percent PBR, and it's the same <laughs> price as regular PBR." Why have I not known of this? Changes everything. Again, but the ratio. <laughs> yeah. Taste times how many I have to have to get drunk divided by hangover. PBR extra. I know the answer is eight. But no, Jax is great. Like their wine prices are comparable to like Costco wine prices. Like, um, and you don't even I... have to wear a mask to get them. Oh my god! Wow. <laughs> but yeah, um, you can cut that one. Kim Crawford is a oh, wine art to buy. It's 11 bucks at Costco and it's 11 bucks at Jack's. And then Jack's even has like fucking soju, which is, you know. Ooh. So you can buy soju at Jack's. all about me and soju. You Hold on. See Andy, if you want to see Andy drink like I do, put soju in front of that man. He becomes a fish and he is swimming. And enough. In encouragement there's got to be people encouraging the soju drinking but, and ben yeah. saw me at my birthday he decided he was going to another party after dinner because i was swaying and probably gonna pass out within an hour but what yeah was he right yeah he was 110 percent correct <laughs> i think i picked you up from that party ben no that wasn't that one you picked caitlin up that was another time oh yeah i picked up caitlin <laughs> yeah Caitlin but, decided after Top Golf she was done with drunk ass Ben. Out. But yeah, Andy, you can get a bottle of Good Day brand peach soju for five ninety nine mm. at Jack's. I've been doing. Um, I've been all about Total Wine here lately because of where I moved to. I'm real close to a Total Wine, and they have uh, online pickup options, and you can do it contactless. I literally slap my ID against a driver's side window and they just put it in my trunk and then I drive off. So, it was a beautiful thing. Does that come with judgment-free options? Does that come with what? Judgment-free options. I think judgment-free because I didn't didn't feel any judgment. I didn't even open the window. Both of us had masks on, so... I I gave up on judgment-free going to a liquor store when I went to Jack's (laughs) because I have the rewards... uh, uh, membership. Oh, and literally, I walked in there one time, and the guy was like halfway done typing my phone numbers. Like, what's the last two digits? I'm like, mm, son, I need to stop coming here. <laughs> you make me feel better about myself. Well, Ben, we we Just both have bit. restaurants that we get recognized at by name, so different different uh, categories of shame. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> Although I refuse to go to a KFC in Gainesville. Yeah, anymore. But when the KFC the... was saying they missed you, that's yeah. uh... It's okay. Burgerfly yeah. was like, wow, you haven't been here in a while. We were worried about you. I mean, as long as you're not going to the KFC and uh, coming, because remember oh. the time we were at Georgia Liquor oh. Barn, which they have a great oh, beer selection. Oh, you got to tell that story. It's oh, so like, me... Go ahead, Matt. Go. 
they have a great beer selection at Georgia Liquor Barn. Like they have a lot of different craft beer. Actually, that's where my beer is coming from tonight. And it's a lovely double IPA. And Ben and I are checking out. He's getting some uh, PBR. I'm getting some uh, some PBR kind of craft light beer. that night because I was starting a diet. Yes, PBR light. And oh, this dude is buying this gigantic, like double sized bottle of Jaeger. And the first thing Ben says, like, who hurt that man? And not even like five seconds later, you know, we pay. And this dude is literally just like walking across the road and then like walks into the back of the KFC because we were going to go pick up some bucket chicken for uh, dinner that night. And Ben's like, oh, my God. What did they do to that man? <laughs> yeah, so. Well. Paul has seen me probably drink Jaeger more than anybody. I can't do it. That's like I can't. That's the one liquor I can't do. Yeah, but Jaeger's also that drink where you are drinking to wipe the hard drive if you get Jaeger, or you're drinking forget. Jaeger is not something you casually get. Be like, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna enjoy a couple glasses of what Jaeger. No, yeah, no, no. I remember once I was at a, a bachelor party and we were at some bar downtown and I was drinking my dark and stormies. And that was like one of the first times I got super into them. And this bar, it was like, depending on how much you spent, you got to spin this wheel for prizes and it could be money off your bill, free round of drinks, things like that. And we spent enough that we got like three rounds of spins. Two out of the three rounds involved a round of Jaegers for the table. This was the first time I had Jaeger. Oh God. And it was, it was pretty fuzzy after that. It was two rounds of Jaegers and twenty dollars off the bill, so we were we were happy, but very very drunk. I thought of another restaurant that knows my order when I walk in. Hello. Walking out of Jim and Nick. Yeah, I walk out of Jim <laughs> and Nick. <clears throat> they know that loaded Mac needs to come my way. Hey, that's one of the things we're actually still selling right now. So congratulations. <laughs> oh, it See? is. Yep. I walk oh, into Jim guess... and all I know is that Andy's not going to like ask me for a menu. He's just like, you're going to like this. And just like, Oh yeah. I just put a drink something. right in front of you. Just here you go. It's, it's hard. Oh uh, yeah. I think we've but all, you never go wrong. I think we've all ended up at Jim and Nick's one night. Yeah. Drinks. We have. True. Truth. Good Lord. I'm trying to think. Other than Top Golf, I don't think we all four go out drinking at any no. other time of the year. We've hey, been we we've all start. been drinking at Taco Mac before at birthdays. I actually met Andrew at Taco Mac or Hole at Taco Mac. Yep, for our friendship kindled. Wow. We both hate the same person. Yeah, we both hated another yeah. Andy. Yeah. Why do I know so many Andys in my life? <laughs> To be heard, he, just, he's not an Andy. He's Andrew. If you only go by Andrew, you probably suck. Oh, no. I, I, I don't. Oh, are you talking about the other person? Yeah, yeah, the other one. Okay, I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Andrew is your business name. Everybody calls yeah, that's him Andy. Business name. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I think we already covered our favorite drinks. Make other people. Uh, do you guys have any? I know you've talked about how simple some of the cocktails, but do you have like four 
that rookie drinker, that person first started getting to mix drinks. Do you got that drink that you're like, learn how to make these and then move on? Absolutely. A Washington apple. It's okay. delicious. I've actually made these uh, for uh, for you at one of your one of your birthday. It was at one of the parties that when we actually excuse me, excuse me. I almost got you in trouble here. Uh, I made you this drink at a pool that wasn't your mother's house. Oh yeah, yeah. It was not my. It was house. not at your mother's house. I She's swear. Of pretty much any party that's ever happened. Oh, I know. I'm pretty sure because I leave alcohol there too. But uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, so. It's super easy. You just take some some whiskey, which is most of the drinks because I like whiskey. Uh, some sour apple uh, pucker, you know, apple schnapps, and uh, some cranberry juice. Shake that together, and it sounds weird, but when you take a, a sip, it tastes like you just took a bite out of a fresh apple. You don't taste the alcohol; it's just straight apple. They're real good. Yeah, it's it's phenomenal. It's so delicious. In fact, now I want one. Yeah. Oh, that is a good. One. You know, one drink that bothers me because of how across the board it is wherever you go. What? And that's a Jim Jones. Yeah. Like, there must be a recipe written it down makes somewhere. Your favorite Jim Jones. Who makes your favorite Jim Jones? Who makes your favorite Jim Jones? For me? Yeah. It starts and strikes. Okay, there you go. <laughs> oh, that's what you wanted me to talk about drinking <laughs> entire the spray. Okay, there you go. Thank you. I'm gone. Uh, so my favorite <laughs> favorite Jim Jones comes from a bowling alley. This has really just been Ben drinks like a college kid at the age of thirty one. <laughs> the podcast. You're talking about this variation of Jim Jones from place to place, and your favorite one comes from a bowling alley. So there's a bar in Delano. Oh, we went to sleep at a counter on those one night. Yeah. Yeah, we did. (laughs) They're good, aren't they? Help me a little bit here. (laughs) I mean, you know, I'm going to go ahead and give you, of all the places I've gotten a Jim Jones from, you're right, Stars and Strikes probably has the best one. To be fair, we we say a bowling alley just to shit on you, but Stars and Strikes bar seems to have some legit bartenders and some legit alcohol. The times I've been there with you. So I um I had a a Jim Jones and um shit Johnny B's in um Dahlonega with oh Mariah. my god Johnny B's and Mariah you remember Mariah right Ben do what you remember Mariah right Ben yeah so she had Mariah on the new house. Oh yeah, she did get a new house. That's uh, it's pretty awesome, and it's local, so we can still I'm drink in that backyard. Definitely, but um, so she had multiple, and they multiple of those, and she called them blue motherfuckers. And we got back to our friend Rachel's house after we had been at uh, Johnny B's, and she's sitting there, and she's like smiling and like red as fuck because she is drunk, and all of a sudden she goes that. And just fucking pukes all over herself. It was the most like ridiculous thing ever. Do we need to this out for Mariah? Yeah, probably. But <laughs> it's a fun right. story. I had to share. Just blank her name. Yeah, we'll we'll work something. Um, or actually, you might want to text her and get confirmation. You're okay with that story being out? I'll, <laughs> I'll ask her because <laughs> she's okay. We'll leave it in and we'll edit all this talking out. I think. I think because. 
go ahead and make fun of me. When I go drink, I usually get light beers because they're the cheapest thing on the menu. No. But no. <laughs> the only reason I started drinking PBR is because Top Golf sold them for three twenty five. I remember the first day you learned you could get them in buckets because I was like, can we get a bucket of PBRs? And you're like, you can get buckets? Bucket? I I had no clue. It's so nice seeing six of them come out at once. A bucket (laughs) of beer is like the easiest order for a bartender because they literally just get a bucket filled with ice and just like shove six beers in it. Done. Next. (laughs) And next is usually either Andy with his Moscow Mule or Caitlin getting a Jim Jones. Last time we got that that damn golf bag, dude. Yeah, I still have that big cup. Like it's oh, that was such a good drink. Yeah, so from what I remember, an, uh, a place we really enjoy going and another place to drink heavily at is Top Golf, which yes. I got an email that they opened back up on Monday. So uh, next week, and I'm off. Who wants to go to Top Golf? Because I just need to see people that are not my girlfriend. <laughs> I love my wife, and I will spend every day with her. I can't believe that you don't want to be around your girlfriend. <laughs> How dare you, Matthew? How could you? I mean, I enjoy the time we spend together. But at the same time, though, it's like I, I need other human beings. Oh, Matt needs that person to show up at his house, pop open a cold Coors Light, put a shot, uh, put a shot of Fireball in it, and say, "Let's drink." Oh my god! <laughs> I do think I've done that at Matt's house one. You've done a lot of things at my house. I know. Well, I specifically know I've done that before. I know one time Andy was having a party and it got dull. And I remember taking my shirt off and shotgunning a beer in his living room. That is, that is the thing that happened. Which I, I, I want to know. Time. I want to, before you say that, I want to know. I shotgunned that beer and I didn't spill any of it. Not a drop. I remember the time Ben became a dragon. I know a lot of the ways I've left Hole's house. But I don't want to think some of the ways I've entered Holt's house. <laughs> ah, you, you, you pretty much always enter my house the same way. You don't knock, you bust open the door, you have a giant pack of beer in your hand. Yeah, that does sound about right. Hey, I, I do the same thing at your house. Truth. Are you talking about the night that I discovered Bacardi 151 was flammable, Matt? Yeah, I'm talking about the day you, you became a dragon. I remember that day. Oh my god. Do you actually remember it? Because like I would have to be like blackout drunk to set my face on fire. Where was I that? I don't remember. Face. That was at Lang's house. Oh yeah. Because that was the was... night you were Yeah. Yeah. That was when you were a clown, wasn't it? Yep. Yep. Matt, I didn't set my face on fire. It worked both times I did it to perfection. I could have a side job as a fire breather, probably. You could go work at Medieval Times, your favorite place. It is one of my favorite places. <laughs> oh. When when the knights know you just because of how loud you fucking are, that's that's a sign. And you might go to Medieval Times more than anybody should ever go to Medieval Times. If you love a place, you keep going. I mean, that's all I can say. Ah, I wonder if they're going to make it through this hard time here, Ben. Um, don't, don't. Don't break me like that. Don't break me like that. Oh, man. Uh, You're going to get sorry to inform you email soon to their biggest fan. Yeah, don't do that. Um, (laughs) Is there any, like, website you guys use when you're looking for new drinks? Yeah. A couple of webs. Actually, there's 
mostly what I've been doing as far as new drinks go is um, a YouTube channel called How to Drink. Uh, Open mouth, insert liquid. Yes. Totally, that's how you do it, Ben. Open light beer, add more alcohol. But it's... (laughs) I find it interesting because a lot of it is like the history of the cocktail and then like how to make the cocktail. Um, and you know, like everything from like, um, uh, Cuba Libre to, um, where he makes up drinks based off of like science fiction and pop culture kind of stuff. Oh yeah. And, I've seen some of those videos come across. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of neat. Cause like, and he's also done like, like, a vodka taste test or like history right. of like, of bourbons and other things as far as like what constitutes a bourbon versus like other whiskeys. So it's pretty informative. Um, I personally like it. Granted, I like watching that kind of shit, but um, it's, it's a good resource if you want to learn how to make like specific drinks because his portions aren't bad at all. And, and also like another thing I would want new like amateur bartenders is to get like a, a good jigger. Like you need like, a good way to measure out your portions like the one I have has a one and a two outside and on the inside of the jigger it has markings for quarter ounce half an ounce um etc so that way like as I'm pouring I don't have to like do guesswork to like it's like uh, is this the right amount no it like has little like notches so I know that when I make my drinks I'm doing my portions properly so like that's something else I would recommend uh, people that do want to practice uh, making drinks at home to have something like that because it'll make your life so much easier if you actually can measure out what you're doing instead of just eyeballing it. Now, if you're a professional, I'm sure like Andy doesn't, well, Hull doesn't have to have any kind of markings and knows like, all right, this is the right amount, this is the right amount because he does it so often. But if you're not, but if you're not like that, you know, like, definitely would recommend that tool because it's going to make your drinks a lot easier. Open can, take a swig, pour with alcohol, feel full <laughs> again. Simple, simple measurement. All right. If you want to yeah. some opinions on bourbon, just, just stumble over to Reddit and go to our bourbon. And every single bourbon you look up, you'll see somebody telling you that it's the worst they've ever tried. Oh, absolutely. Like, you'll, you'll, yeah, like, literally, I've been standing in the liquor store like, oh, I wonder about this bourbon. Oh, okay, it's the worst liquid they've ever put in their mouth. Okay. Hey, even, like, know. the really good stuff. You'll find people yeah, saying yeah, that yeah, about all of it. It's just like, oh, it's just fucking everyone just likes it because it's popular. It's shit. Ne- next thing you'll get is, like, a video of somebody taking that bourbon, pouring it into the toilet, flushing it. God damn because it, that would be a horrible, horrible salt mine that people don't need to go to. What is this Weller 12 year? This thing everyone says is great. No, it's garbage. Gonna, yeah, it's yeah, throw it away. Mix it with Coke. <laughs> but you can, on occasion, find some decent recommendations on there and some decent reviews, but you definitely are going to get every end of the spectrum. Every single bourbon is shit. Everything you've tried is shit. So just accept that before you go reading it. Or don't disappoint yourself and just grab that Jack Daniels. Take shots. <laughs> All I can say is never pray that your favorite alcohol becomes popular because, like, remember when, when Tito's oh, first came Tito's, out? Oh, Tito's, man. Tito's and that was, was like, $10 a bottle back in the day. It was like dirt cheap 
and it was a solid vodka. And then people started like they had a nice little marketing campaign. It became popular. And all of a sudden it's like twenty two dollars a bottle. I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to buy this anymore. Now we buy New Amsterdam. I buy yeah, Savannah, actually. Good stuff. So there's a, a place in uh, Savannah and they make Savannah vodka. It's like seventeen dollars a bottle. And it's it's solid. You support local businesses, don't you, Matt? I, you know, like when I can. Oh, man. So plenty of resources for you beginners to uh, start testing your chops, places you can look, things you can look up so that uh, you know how to make your drinks, how to make them good and not to make them like me. I think that's the gist of tonight from everybody. I, I'm oh, sure Hull's again. recommendation is don't stress yourself. Just come to an establishment and a pro will make it like him, right? I mean, that, yeah, that's one option. Yeah, I definitely, there is one, there's an app that you can get on most phones that I actually recommend. I used it when I first started bartending. Uh, it's just, you can just look up drink recipes and it'll be the first one that pops up. It's like 8,500 plus drink recipes. And it's nice because you can actually select the ingredients that you have on hand and it will tell you all the drinks that you can make with those ingredients. Oh shit, that's interesting. So, yeah. I think it's actually the reason we discovered Boilermakers. Yeah. And oh, it's also honestly. got a really fun, like, just hit the random button. You can shake your phone. It'll give you a random drink. And it's one of those things where it's like, you know, you would never think to make something like this. Like, I just shook mine. And apple pie. This sounds like something Ben would like. It's just an ounce of rum, half an ounce of sweet vermouth, tablespoon of apple jack, some lemon juice, and grenadine. Probably oh, tastes man. like apple, apple pie. pie. That's the, it does. That is like the official drink of Dragon Con. Um, hashtag so it's really funny. That came up. Hashtag canceled. That came up on your random. That is a drink I've had from so many random people. Everybody thinks they have a special apple pie recipe, but they all taste the same. Have they canceled Dragon Con yet? Not officially, but I'm, hashtag canceled. I'm still holding on to hope because... <laughs> Well, if we know one thing, the world is full of. Say it, Matt. You know the word. Bastard-coated bastards with bastard filling. That's the word. That's the phrase. That's what people. Um, God, could you, you imagine guys. the the cron uh, the con crud with Corona mixed in? <laughs> That'd be terrible. That's a that's another episode. We'll talk about that at a later day. <laughs> Don't forget, you can find us on whatever podcast site you've used whole matt thank you guys so much for coming on is Thanks there anything us. you you guys want to push any socials you want out or no not at all all right uh matt will probably link your cooking stream so maybe you need to start getting back active with that i i do plan but uh i would like to have a wingman because well you know it's cooking cooking with mango drinking with fumbles it will never change you need a hype man. It's it's hard to do a stream and focus on what you're doing for the stream without a hype man to keep people engaged. Matt, I get off work at eight o'clock on the days I'm working. Just let me know. Except on Friday and Saturday, it's a little later than that. But I, hmm. I will keep you posted. So we've got the makings to get Matt back in the cooking game. Once again, thank you guys. And whether you're listening to this morning, noon, or night, enjoy your day, afternoon, or evening. Goodbye. Farewell. Au revoir.